What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Yukon Hockey Podcast. This is episode two, and on today's podcast, we will be previewing the 2021-22 Yukon women's hockey team, talk about the roster, talk about some of the new additions that have been made to this roster, and also talk about some of the players that will not be playing on this year's team as well. I also previewed this weekend series versus Long Island University. Uh, just for reference, UConn will be playing LIU on Friday at 6 p.m. at Freddy's Ice Forum, and then they'll be playing LIU once again on Saturday at Freddy's Ice Forum at 3 p.m. And then I'm just also going to end off things just talking a little bit about some podcast updates as well, so make sure you listen to the whole thing to get your updates on the podcast as well. But before we get to today's episode, I'd just like to ask for a few things. Make sure you follow our Instagram at the UConn Hockey Pod. Also, follow our Apple Podcast page and Spotify page at the Connecticut Hockey Podcast. That's the name of our podcast on Spotify and Apple, the Connecticut Hockey Podcast. So make sure you follow us on that, subscribe to us on that, and leave a rating and review. Doing all these things helps the podcast grow, helps new UConn fans find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to me. And if you like this podcast, tell a friend about it, please. It would really help the podcast grow, and it will really mean a lot to me. So thank you if you do those things and make sure you do those things because it really does help the podcast grow now without further ado here is today's episode a new season is upon us as the UConn women's hockey team will be kicking off their beginning part of the 2021-22 season as they take on the LIU Sharks on Friday September 24th and Saturday September 25th now, I have a lot of high expectations for this UConn women's hockey team as they are loaded with talent, have a lot of depth, and they should be a very solid team in hockey East this year. Uh, the coaches poll came out just today, and UConn was ranked fourth in the Hockey East coaches poll, which I think is pretty accurate, but I do think that UConn can prove some people wrong and potentially be higher than fourth place, but we just have to wait and see uh, for that. Now, let's just talk about the roster who's in, who's out, and just uh, my expectations for this team, and then obviously preview a little bit for this series against LIU. Now let's start off in net, as UConn has one new goaltender this year. Her name is Megan Warner, and she recently played for the Stony Creek Sabres in the PWHL, where she played in 20 games and had a 1.56 goals against average. And obviously returning this year for the goalies are Samantha Carpenter-Yell and Mackenzie Nichols. Tia Chan will not be playing this year as she is being centralized for the Olympics. Now in the exhibition game versus Quinnipiac last Saturday, Megan Warner and Samantha Carpenter-Yell both saw some action in that game. So my assumption based on that is that both of them will be getting the majority of the starts this year. It's kind of similar to last season when Samantha Carpenter-Yale and Tia Chan split some starts. I assume it's going to be the same thing this year with Megan Warner instead of Tia Chan, obviously. Obviously, starting goalies like this, doing split starts, has some positive advantages. And I think for UConn, they have a little more positive advantages doing the split starts just because Samantha Carpenter-Yale has a lot of experience. She's going into her senior year and put up some very good numbers last season. In 12 games, Carpenter-Yale had a 2.0 goals against average with a .925 save percentage. So she put up some really good numbers. So obviously, her experience would be very beneficial to UConn this year. And then with Megan Warner, 
Uh, like I mentioned before, in 20 games in the PWHL, she had a 1.56 goals against average, another very solid goalie, and especially she showed that in the PWHL. I think the big question with Warner is how will rust affect her in the beginning of the season uh, just because the PWHL did not play last year and she hasn't seen some real game action in quite some time. So it'll be interesting to see when Coach McKenzie will start her and how will the rust affect Warner. I don't think it will affect her too much, but it's definitely something to look out for. If I had to be honest, I would think that she would start sometime this weekend or maybe next weekend against RIT just to play it out of conference team before the hockey's schedule kicks in in October. I think that's a good way to kind of get a young goalie's feet wet, especially since she hasn't played in quite some time. But goaltending, UConn definitely has two solid goalies that will be getting a majority of the minutes uh, this year, and I'm really looking forward to see how they perform uh, this season. Defensively, UConn will look a little bit different this year. Uh, UConn will be losing one of their key defensemen in Emily Reed. Emily had 22 career points and had a plus three in her senior year. Emily was one of UConn's best defensemen, so a big question mark will be how badly will UConn miss her. Another key defenseman that won't be playing for UConn this year is Cameron Wong, as she is going to be centralized for the Olympics this year. Cameron was one of the best defensemen that UConn had last year, in my opinion. She brought a lot of great skating ability on the blue line. I thought she looked good on the power play, and she also had six points last year as well. So one of the big questions for this UConn D, like I mentioned uh, before, is how bad are those players going to be missed? But even though they are losing some good defensemen, they're also gaining some good players as well. Uh, Fifth-year transfer, Chloe Gonsalves, will be a key addition to the UConn lineup. Chloe has 26 points in her college career so far and was the captain of Providence, so her experience and leadership will be a key factor uh, for the UConn decor. Ava Rinker is another new addition uh, for the UConn defense. Um, in 2018-19, she had 27 points in 23 games for the Junior Flyers. The biggest factor, in my opinion, for this year's UConn D is how will some of the returning defensemen step up in potentially larger roles. Claire Peterson and Ansley Svedek are both juniors this year, and I could see them having a big impact on this UConn D. Both players had five points and a plus eight on the D core last year. Uh, Taylor Wabick will be returning for her fifth year and has 51 career points and could bring some needed offense to the UConn defense, which I think will be important for this year. Uh, UConn's D will be something to watch this year, and I expect some players to have breakout seasons, especially since they could have potentially larger roles like I mentioned earlier. The biggest strength of this UConn team, in my opinion, is their offense. Natalie Snodgrass returning to UConn for her fifth year is going to be huge for this team. Natalie, I feel like, helps raise the confidence level of the team every time she plays. Her offensive threat that she presents on that top line will be a key factor to watch out for each game. What makes this UConn offense so special, in my opinion, is their depth. Danica Pascua, Morgan Wabick, and Danny Fox all had tremendous offensive seasons last year. All three of those players combined for 22 points and are going to provide great leadership and experience for this UConn offense, which will be very important for the success of this team. UConn added three new players to their offensive lineup. Summer Ray Dobson, a transfer from Mercyhurst, will be one of the new additions for this UConn lineup. In her college career, Summer has 86 points and helped the Lakers win a CHA championship, which she scored the OT winner in. 
Another new addition to this UConn lineup is Brianna Ware. And the last new addition for this UConn offensive lineup is Riley Grimley, and she will be another new face to watch out for this year. Riley had 40 points in 28 games for the Junior Flyers the last season she played. Last season, I thought Vicki Harkness and Jada Habish played very well, and I thought they were some of the most underrated players in Hockey East, and I'm excited to see the potential offensive jump that they might have this year. Even though UConn lost one of their best offensive players in Savannah Buzide, who had 17 points last year and led the team in assists, they still have a lot of depth offensively and some great new additions that will make this offense fun to watch for this year. Like I said before, I'm really excited to watch this UConn team and I'm really excited to see some of the new faces that they have this year. I thought they made some great new additions to their lineup this year and it's going to be super fun to see the seasons that they have. This weekend, UConn will face Long Island University. Uh, last season, the Sharks did not play that much, only going 5-8, and eight, with all of their wins coming against Sacred Heart. Uh, the Sharks play in the NEWHA Conference, which is now eligible for an automatic bid in the national tournament. And even though it's the beginning of the season, games like these against UConn are huge for Long Island University if they have any chance to qualify for the national tournament. LIU also didn't win against any non-NEWHA opponents last year, so I expect them to be super motivated in this weekend's matchup against UConn as they try to prove just how good of a conference the NEWHA is. The Sharks have a lot of good players, however, even though they had a below 500 record, and some good players to look out for is Abby Lortorella, who had 21 points two seasons ago. Kerrigan Umperville is another player to look out for, as she had 33 points two seasons ago. And the last player to look out for, in my opinion, is Renee Hoffman, as she scored eight goals two seasons ago and is a big offensive threat for the Sharks, especially on the power play. I feel like this is a great opponent for UConn to start off their season against, just because I feel like they can definitely win these two games. However, I think LIU presents certain challenges that will be interesting to watch and see how UConn uh, faces these challenges. I think the biggest thing to look out for, for UConn's perspective, is how the lineups look offensively and to see how some of the new players click uh, with their new teammates. And another thing to look out for is how the defense will look. Like I mentioned earlier, I feel like some players might have larger roles, which will be interesting to see. And all in all, I think these should be two fun games to watch, and I'm very happy that college hockey is back, and I think UConn's going to have a very good year this year, and I think they have definitely have a chance to contend for a hockey's championship and qualify for a national tournament bid. Thank you, everyone, who listened to this podcast. It really means a lot to me. I'm a big UConn fan. I'm excited to help grow this podcast and have many wonderful, great episodes like this one. Just some podcast updates. Next week, there will be two new episodes. One episode will be recapping the weekend series versus LIU sometime on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then another episode will be coming out this weekend as I preview the men's season as UConn men play against Sacred Heart next Saturday at the XL Center, so I'm excited for those games to begin as well. But thank you once again for listening. It really means a lot. Make sure you follow our Instagram and follow us on the Connecticut Hockey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. On Instagram, it's called the UConn Hockey Podcast, and on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it's called the Connecticut Hockey Podcast. So make sure you follow those and leave us a good rating and review because that helps the podcast grow and helps new people find us. I'll see you guys next time with another great podcast. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.
up, start to dry Even when the sun begins to shine again Taking all the advice there is and none of it has helped Experience has made me realize 